I'm Tony Thompson. Do you, EBO? It said it was scary Halloween music. It's some weirdo whispering, kind of like my boss standing in my studio with his scream mask on. All right, he's Executive Vice President of Heritage Action, talking about where, <clears throat> excuse me, talking about where the money is going right now in these supplemental aid packages from President Sliden of Biden. We've got Ryan Walker on the live line. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being here. Okay, so now we've got Russians attacking planes that are landing from Tel Aviv. What's going on, Ryan? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that the world is engulfed in uh, weak leadership. Uh, the Biden administration has let these uh, crises fester and play out all across the world. Um, and now, just as you mentioned, you have uh, folks in Dagestan, Russia, uh, bombarding and 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 uh, bum rushing a plane full of Israelis to try and attack them. Uh, so it, the world is in crisis, and we are in desperate need of a strong leader. Yeah, you know, I just saw the funniest video on Facebook the other day. It was a black woman who hated Trump before, and she was on, she was on uh, Facebook going, "Hurry up, President." Hurry up. Come back. We need you. I never thought this would come out of my mouth, but hurry up. We need you. I was laughing so yeah. hard because everybody's figuring it out at this point. Everybody. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, listen, what, what has unfolded in the Middle East is because Biden has been completely absent. What happened in Ukraine is because Biden is completely absent or better yet, compromised. Uh, and so, listen, we need real leadership. We need a leader like President Trump. Uh, led it during the previous administration. We need that authority and that direction and that uh, that leadership. Yeah, and we don't have it because the president we have right now is completely brain dead. I mean, he's literally not there, and I'm not saying that even to be mean. Facts are facts. Right, and I think that there are many folks in this country, including uh, the House of Representatives and the Oversight Committee, who believe that there is potential there that he's compromised and that uh, this administration is corrupt, and, and I think that is uh, uh, surprising, knowing how the Democrats went after uh, President Trump for, for this kind of made-up nonsense during his administration. But as it turns out, the Biden administration, it might be real. It is real. And that sounded like Israel, but it is real. So when we get to this point, when there's this much conflict in the world... And we've got so many people's lives in peril, like literally in peril. We can't focus on just one place. So that's what brings me to what you're here to talk about. Um, we're sending money, like by the billions with a B, to help Ukraine. And up until now, I've been cool with that because I don't want them to fall to Putin. But I really feel like these meetings between Iran and Russia and China and even uh, Lebanon... And having Hamas leaders and all them get together, they know there's blood in the water. That's why they're doing this. They're causing as much chaos as possible to try to get us to roll over. And we better do something pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They see this as an opportunity. Just the, the points that we've been discussing already today, the Biden administration is behind the ball on every decision that they make. They have been completely absent. They have undermined the peace accords that the Trump administration built over years that would have ushered in a, 
a piece of, uh, that would have lasted a lifetime, a generation, multiple generations. We would have never seen a piece like we have, had seen in the Middle East under the previous administration. But mm-hmm. the, the Biden administration is ruining all of that good work. And, and with the Afghanistan pullout and how he has uh, uh, had a lack of energy to sending the right weaponry to Ukraine and is instead funding their government, I think everyone around the globe, those strong leaders, see this as an opportunity, a place to take advantage, and they are. Okay, so here's the thing. We've got millions of people, like a couple of Nebraska's worth of people, coming across the border in the last couple of years, and nobody's doing anything about it. Among among them, we know there are bad guys. The funding that we're sending all over the world could be used to keep us safe right here at home, because right now... I'm just waiting for the ball to drop, aren't you? Oh, yes. I, You know, listen, this year alone we've had dozens and dozens of known terrorists come across the border. Uh, they're on terror watch lists, so the government is aware of them. Uh, we're, and, and those are just the people they know about. That does not include the people who have crossed illegally where we're not watching, and we're none the wiser. Uh, so there is a, a very real uh, vulnerability here at the southern border. And this administration needs to recognize that, and Congress has to act on this and demand that the border be secure. And this doesn't just mean money. To your point about billions and billions and billions of dollars going out the door, really, they have enough money to secure the border. What they need to do is uh, recognize federal law, and the Congress needs to change some of these uh, programs and allowances the administration has used to essentially funnel people into the country. So. Uh, It can't just be money. It's got to be policy change. And and Congress has to get real about this at the end of the day. They have to demand it from the administration. We have to. And but but we are and we're not getting anything. So the only thing that can happen is a change of the guard. That's the only thing that can happen. Well, that's that's right. And and we you know, listen, we saw under the Trump administration his energy and passion for the border and what he was able to get done down there. Uh, heck, he even shut down the government and told uh, Senator Schumer uh, that he was doing the right thing, which he did. And and so I think that we um, it, it, we definitely need a strong leader, like we've been saying, uh, to to fill that spot. So if it's not Trump, who is it? I mean, who do what are we what are we doing, Ryan? I know Nikki Haley's climbing up and she's tied with DeSantis, which isn't saying much because they're both so far behind Trump, it doesn't even matter. But they're trying to make it so that he can't even be on the ballot in so many different ways. So now what? Yeah, I, well, listen, I think it's important that all of the candidates, regardless of who they are and in what position they're in, they have to take up this fight. Border security and what's going on down at the southern border is the most important issue, I think, right now. And it's not just because there are millions of people coming over here and it has a strain on our social systems, education systems, taxpayer base, housing, the list goes on and on. But at the end of the day, the folks who are coming over here are are military-aged males. They have no interest in assimilating into this country and being a part of this beautiful experiment. These folks are opportunists looking to uh, take advantage of our system and and the laws that they are breaking. So I, I don't care who... Uh, the Republican nominee is, as, uh, but they must take up this policy battle and this fight and show real leadership and demand from the Congress and from everyone listening 
that this is the number one issue that we have to get done coming into 2025. Okay, now I'm getting messages from people saying, oh, you don't care about the people of Ukraine? Absolutely care about the people of Ukraine. As a matter of fact, I'll go so far as to say I would much rather be bringing people over here from Israel and from the Ukraine than I would like to just rush across the border. I'm all about humanitarian-type aid. When they get to the border, we should give them food and water and whatever they need to be okay but that doesn't mean we have to let them in. That's right. And we provide so much more than that, right? We allow we them, them housing. <laughs> yeah, we let them in. We give them legal counsel. We, uh, you know, we put them on planes and fly them to wherever they so choose. They they, better the idea that us. we're treating them poorly is, is just uh, uh, false. It's a lie. It's a lie. But some people think it means we're treating them poorly because we won't just let them in. There's a thing called... Uh, border sovereign. We, we've got to be a sovereign nation. We cannot just let the free flow of humans. It's not a human right to be an American. It just isn't. But we don't need to allow them to be raped, pillaged, and killed along the way either. There are ways to help that does not allow them coming in and getting a free ride. Doesn't have to, have to happen that way. But as far as sending money to the Ukraine, they might lose if we stop, Ryan. So we're kind of between a rock and a hard place with our demand to get the rest of the world to help out a little more because they're not. Right. Well, listen, we've sent $113 billion over there already. Uh, and we're not just funding. It's, this is not just military hardware. We're funding their emergency services. We're funding their government pension plans. We are funding the operations that of their part. civil services. Uh, you know, this is beyond military military uh, aid. Mm-hmm. And so we at Heritage Action believe that there are a couple of criteria that must be met in order to send additional funds to Ukraine. And that starts with accountability. I think the American people deserve to know how this money is being spent, when, where, and to whom it's going to. Uh, and, and then this needs to be a standalone package. Ukraine funding should not be allowed... Uh, to be used as a hostage taker for other uh, very important needs like funding the government or border security or Israel aid. I think these questions should be considered on their own, and the Congress should have the time or create the time for themselves to be able to consider all of these uh, and have standalone votes on each of them. Yeah, I, I agree. And I don't want to be funding their pensions. What the hell? That's dumb. Right. Why are we doing that? Somebody isn't, no one's funding my pension. All right. Exactly. Which is invisible anyway. But I think Israel needs us right now, and that's where I want my focus to be. That's right. It seems to be the most immediate need. I mean, they are literally fighting for uh, their existence. Uh, Hamas and Hezbollah and others in the region uh, don't believe in their right to exist and and want to snuff out uh, the entirety of the Jewish population. And so uh, this is a real, a real threat. Israel knows what they're doing. They have a plan, unlike uh, what's happening in Ukraine. They know the mission. They know what their goal is. They know how they're going to accomplish that. And what we would send over is military aid and military aid alone. And importantly, a high majority of that is for air defense capabilities to protect Israel, Israelis on the ground, which include 200,000 Americans who live and work in Israel. So uh, the, the aid that's going over there is for a stated purpose, with a stated goal, with a stated mission, 
and a plan, then that's vastly different than Ukraine. Amen to that. All right. So if we want to do the right thing, we have to stop and smell the roses and weigh the possibilities and then act where true action is needed. I don't think we should just walk away from the Ukraine, but where some of the money is going is not okay. And I just stand with Israel. I stand with them wholeheartedly, firmly, and at to the ends of the earth. I stand with Israel. And I think right now, even Miss Israel is standing there with an automatic weapon saying, I'm going out to fight. You know, I mean, she's a pageant queen. She's going out to fight. This is how serious it is. We've got... We've got women literally picking up arms who've probably never shot a gun before in their lives because that's how important it is. And I think as our ally, we need we need to focus on everything, not just one thing. So, um, Ryan, thank you for your input today from Heritage Action. Where do people go to learn more? Yeah, www.heritageaction.com, and we're on all of the social media channels that you have access to. Excellent. And, Ryan, I know that was kind of all over the place, but there's just so much going on this morning, it's impossible to just focus on the Ukraine. Oh, I completely understand. All right. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having Uh me. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.